When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, yeah, so and later on, well, uh, next break, we've got uh, Movie of the Week with uh, Pulp Fiction, one of the great cult films of all time. Fellas, let's do some, uh, let's talk about some big storylines. The biggest one to start the year, Penrith, uh, trying to do what no side has done since Paramount in the early 80s, 81, 82, 83, performed the hat trick. Uh, like Melbourne, lost a layer of depth, lost some really crucial players, like Kikau and Coruscant, lost Taylor May uh, for the season. Boys, they haven't looked last night. They are competition favourites. In my eyes, I don't know. I, I, in my eyes, you know, they're, they're without doubt a serious contender, but I don't know about being favourites given what they face. Yeah, I agree, mate. Before the game on the weekend, I had them as competition favourites. Uh, and look, it is one game. Let's get this claim out of the way. It's trial matches. They mean they mean something, but they don't mean a lot. Uh, but looking at the Penny Panthers, minus... Obviously, kick out. I think that people are underestimating how many times, whenever they were under the pump, Penrith were getting squeezed by the teams. They would just spin it straight to kick out, quick play the ball, change the whole game. Mm. On top of that, Appy Coruscant. Wow. People forget that before Appy Coruscant arrived to the club, Nathan Cleary was under the pump. And there's no bigger fan of Cleary than me. I think he's gonna, he is and he's going to be one of the greatest halves we've ever seen. But Appy Coruscant is the bloke that released him. And so it... With, they don't have a specialist hooker there. They've got Sonny Luke, who is about 26 years old, that's been in reserve grade. Now, he is quite good attacking-wise. They've got Mitch Kenny good defensively, but both of them obviously aren't as good as Appy. And that's where I am a little bit concerned is about the run the ruck. When you got, when you got a hooker, a dummy half like Appy Coruscant or like, like great Cameron Smith, if you're a half, you're saying, to, you're saying to Appy, can you just take him to the far post for me? Mm. And what they do, those sort of players, they don't just go one up, one up, one up. They're taking the team to that point of the field asking questions, mm. they're still creating a threat. So it's just little things like, and as you said, like one of the, one of the most crucial things about ball playing, right? The, mo- the most important thing about threatening defence if you're a half is the ability to drive past the depth of the marker. And that's achieved by the cleverness of the dummy half. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's almost ironic because Roby, he's played 560 NRL uh, professional rugby league games. He's a part of St. Helens. And the last time that I feel like Penrith got picked up, picked apart around the ruck was a Cameron Smith. Mm. And so the, the fact that they've lost Appy and also there's been a – seems like there might be a little bit of blooping around the ruck without Appy. I think a lot of other teams may look at that. Now, look, I, I just want to say quickly, though, that they are absolutely serious contenders and heavyweights. No doubt. But it's just – there are questions for me. The, the local press in the Penrith area uh, – uh, um, a little bit of grief that so many people are sort of writing them off, saying mm. it like, I don't think people are writing them off. I just, it's hard to do. Very hard, hard to win. To go back to back's hard enough, let alone yep. win three in a row, and then you lose staff power like Kickout and Coruscant. Roosters have just, arguably been fights since I, they did I, it. I think, I think the yeah. comp's more open than people think. I think, I think Penrith, because they're um, 
trying for three in a row and they've lost those players and it's just inevitable that it's going to be tougher. I think the Roosters are oh, wow. um, like, they if they stay fit, they're going to be very hard to beat, but they've shown in the last three or four years that it's hard for them to mm. name their strongest side. The Roosters the have one of the best squads that I've seen in the last decade. It is, but, oh, pro- but I mean, but there's the question best. marks about Kiri. Yeah. There's question marks about um, uh, about other members of their squad and their mm. and their health um, and how they're going to get through the season. So for mine, the big question mark is how they're going to mm. get to the end of the season and be fit and healthy. Um, Parramatta always got question marks about whether they can go the next step. South look great. The cows look great. Yeah, I reckon, cows are I reckon, year older. I reckon. I don't think it's as cut and dried as people. Sharks look think. terrific. Hundred well. percent. Sharks uh, are value. I think they're sitting at eighteen, uh, twelve bucks. Well, that's great value. I tell you, the the other one about it too, which is something to an extent, which is out of their control, which makes it really difficult. I want you to have a look at teams, right? They're looking in the past, in the last 20, 25 years, that are going for three in a row, right? And the second campaign is incredibly hard, and they find a way to get there, and that marks their greatness. When they go for three in a row, they're hanging by a thread. Oh. They hit the wall. Like have you, you, you go and have a look at the Canberra side when they're looking for three in a row in 1991. Mm. And, mate, honestly, there's more, there's more tape and strapping on the players than there are, there are on, on trotters, you know, at Harold Park. They are literally hang physically by a thread. We saw the same with the Broncos in 94. And all those Penrith players, right, the amount of football and tough football they've played in the last two years, on top of Origins, on top of World Cup tours and all the rest of it, if they can pull this off and be three in a row, they are, they, they are one of, or probably, in my opinion, well, I'll say this. They are the greatest side of the NRL era. They have to be. Have, have to, be. to be. And the one of the greatest sides in the last 40 years of the game. Yeah. It's uh, it's really interesting in regards to hanging on by a thread. The... If if my memory serves me correctly, I think t- uh, Taylor May doing his ACL is the first time any Penrith Panthers player has done their knee like knee ligament in the last like four or five years, maybe three years. They have had such a good run with injury. I know Cleary hung in there and he won the premiership with the shoulder, but that's again eventually they're going to have to face that. Side note: What about the tackle? Oh, like honestly, wow! I mean, they need to do something about that tackle. Yeah. They really do. Yeah, like that third man. I, I, that third man collapse around the legs. Like, RL, general, yeah, yep. RL, I know what you're going to say. RLPA. Yeah, but uh, I don't, we, we, and at they the dismiss moment, it as ridiculous. You've got to go in. You, like if I'm running the RLPA, you know, and Clint's really fighting at the forefront for the players at the moment. But on the other side of it, Clint, to to protect the players from themselves, you've got to go in there. You've got to make a statement on these tacklers. And I know in the past you've said I'm not in the business of telling you know teams, clubs how they should tackle, but these aren't tackles. These are, these are not tackles. They're, 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 they're career killers. Um, the thing in their favour is the fact that you've got Nathan Cleary being a year older. Mm. And playmakers just get better and better and better until they physically hit a point. But you know, he's going to peak. But, again, we come back to the fact it's a it's a monumental challenge. I no reckon, though, with the, with the th- three in a row, though, like I reckon th- this Penrith group is so different to other – you know what I mean? Like they're, yeah. they're they're the epitome of the young breed of player who just get it. are all tight, yep. all play together, you know, all love, all love being each other's company. They if they can, anyone's going to buck that trend of not yes. being able to get up for a third year in a row to get the comp. I, lo- then, I love. And they can. They are they are so good for the game. Yeah, and particularly they are so good for their area and what it does. You know, Crichton, Luai, and Toto. You know, Mount Druid boys, 
done good. You don't? And, and the impact they have on, on that community and all the young people is, it's, What's, it, I think, even greater than their achievements on the field. Well, it's, it's what you were talking about earlier in regards to the jersey. Like, those boys are playing for their area. They're, yeah. they're not just like professionals rocking up, putting on the jersey, going, how good I'm an NRL player. They're playing for an area that has been disadvantaged for a very long time. So they're playing for something much bigger than a paycheck. Yeah. I'm going to say, to, I interviewed uh, Ty Tuivasa, which you've done yeah. many times. And I was saying to him, like, Ty, you're one, I said, you are part of this, all these young guys that have come out of Mount Druitt that are giving this area self-respect. And he laughed and he said, when I was growing up, he said, when you tell people from Mount Druitt, people go, oh, they should walk away. And he said, now you say from Mount Druitt, and they go, oh. Really? He said something <laughs> everyone said, yes. I was, I was with Ty out, out in Western Sydney uh, only a couple of weeks ago, and we were we were driving around, and uh, I'd never been there. I'm from the Gold Coast. So, like, anyway, he was honestly taking me on a tour of every fight he had on every corner of the street. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, mate, you need to uh, you need to charge people. Ty, <laughs> Ty's tour of Western Sydney was Did like, oh, I bash yeah. five blokes over there. <laughs> bash five blokes over there. <laughs> Can you give us a demonstration? Uh, okay. They say you got to lose one to win one. Uh, happened Penrith ninety into ninety one, Manly ninety five into ninety six, Storm two thousand six and two thousand seven, Manly again two thousand seven two thousand eight, Penrith twenty 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 one. Can Parramatta do it? I I actually you know what I was very concerned of the losing of Marnie and Papali'i. Now Hodgson for me he just needs to go there and deliver good service. I mean he can be crafty sometimes, but I just give the ball to Moses Brown. But my big takeaway is Hopgood is the first 13 they've had in a long time that's an actual ball-playing 13, mm-hmm. and he genuinely might be the difference for them. So I actually, I'm quite high on the Eels. I mean, they're definitely a premiership threat. Another year together, Mitchell Moses, I mean, they're one of the, outside of obviously losing Reed Marnie, they've now had Mitchell Moses, Dylan Brown, and Clint Gutherson together for four years now. Yeah. I, I think they, they, good. they did look good in the trial games. Yeah. They look very good against Newcastle, like cohesive. They knew what they were about. They looked very confident. The Mitchell played very, very good in that trial game, and they're settled now. You know, Mitchell's contract all has the, been settled. The, well, I don't know if it's done yet. Oh, really? I, I think it's. I don't think it's hundred percent. He's going on. to the Roosters with Dom. <laughs> yeah, <she> might... <laughs> <laughs> he might go to the Roosters. They might just swoop at the last he's minute. Playing fourteen, but it seems like he's gonna. It seems like he's gonna. He's going to stay. Did and anyone ever think he was leaving the Eels? No, I didn't. Come on. Nah. He, got, no. he got brushed from the Tigers. In, I mean, to my yeah. understanding. I, I, thought, I thought he was a chance to go to the Bulldogs. I, I thought if he was going to leave, I thought he was a chance to go there. I thought that Gus might have you know, weaved his magic yeah. and, and yeah. Cameron Serraldo and, and mm. the fact that, you know, Reed Marnie gone there and Kikau, et cetera. I, I thought he was more of a chance there I just than the like, Tigers. Mitchell Moses, he has built, like, if he goes on to win this premiership, It'll be one of the great feats of the modern era. Like a club that was Wooden Spoon, longest drought ever, and he was the main ingredient that has taken them from there to there. And he's, this is a guy that was maligned massively you know, in his first couple of years. Can't tackle, doesn't like defense, only likes the flashy stuff. Now all of a sudden, the Eels are a powerhouse and in a grand final. It would be I, one of the great achievements if he wins I, one. I don't, think, I don't think Parramatta are in a position to not keep him. Like, yep. I mean, there, you tell me how many, like, I think Burton, who got stitched up a few weeks ago, was really the only half coming off, mm. like, like big name marquee half coming off. So mm. they, 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 I almost reckon 
but they need each other, Moses and Parramatta. They've gone this yeah, far down the so. track and invested yeah. this much Agreed. faith and time in each other, then they might as well see it through. I've heard people say, yeah, I've had people say to me, oh, it's ridiculous the money they've paid. And I said, are you serious? Okay, you lose Mitchell Moses, you're going to sign. It's a hard market. It's a hard market. Boys, your top four. As we hit the finals, not you know, as, uh, you know, as the season finishes, I've gone, and it shows you how tough the competition is because some of the tides I've left out of this. I've gone Roosters, Souths, Penrith, and I've gone the Sharks. I really like what the Sharks are about. And I think a real threat to that, of course, you've got Melbourne and Parramatta. I think a real threat to that is the Cowboys. They were, they were in it the other day when we interviewed them. They look, yep. They're a very happy bunch. And you've got Nanai and Tulangi and all those young guys on the up and up. Mm. I've got uh, Roosters, Storm, Penrith, and the Sharkies. Mm. I've got Cows, South, Roosters, Penrith. I really like the Cows. Mm. I reckon this will be Nanai's year. I know he's been. I reckon he's he's been great the last couple of years, mm. but I reckon this is when he'll absolutely explode and possibly win the Dallium. You heard it here first. Well, ah, Scotty Drinkwater. I'm back in Scotty Drinkwater oh. and Dallium. Drinkwater. Yeah. That's a well, when they come in. We had uh, we had uh, Tom Dearden. We had Val and uh, Ruben, Scotty Drinkwater and Ruben, and Ruben Cotter. What a champ he is! And I, I hadn't met Nanai, so I went in to go and see him and congratulate him on last season and whatnot, and shook his hand. Now I am Tiny Hands Johns, <laughs> but honestly. He has the biggest hands Who? I've ever seen, Jeremiah Nanai. Right. It, it was just incredible. It was even for a man of his size, his hands were sort of like unusually big. Didn't, you didn't do have very small I hands. Just, I'm you know, I've got, I got yeah. small hands too. I, I think you know bull, they say it, small hands? Makes your dick look big. Uh, <laughs> now, do you know that they've recently done studies <laughs> and <it? laughs> the, the myth about hands and correlation, yeah. so nobody cor- correlates to you know what? Yeah. There's only one body part. What do you think it is? Nose? Nose. Nose. Oh, really? But it's not true. Holy. I don't know where it's coming from. (laughs) I tell you what, what you just said about hands and the old fella, Bulldog Richie's breathing side for lips. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Oh, no. Everyone join in here. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What are you talking about now? (laughs) Uh, Your grandfather Quinella. I know. Grandfather Quinella. I think, right, and I'm saying this part head, part heart. God, I. Deeper hole. Um, Because I'd love to see it. Roosters, I'm going to go Roosters Souths. I think they're on a collision course. Roosters Panthers. Uh I've been saying for a while now, Roosters Panthers. I'll stick with it. Roosters Sharks. I'm going Cows Souths. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there you go. Maestro. Yeah, do you first. I'm going to go Panthers Souths. Yeah. A little bit lefty. Ooh, they got a bit of a rivalry too growing, which would be a good grand final. How big would Sydney be? Oh, Roosters versus oh, honestly, South. I honestly don't think Uncle Nick could handle it. Biggest, biggest grand final. I don't think. Of all time. I don't think Russell could handle it. Imagine this. Imagine the build up. All the stuff getting leaked. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> it would just be honestly like a war yeah. out there. And it'd, be, it'd it, be the old thing, mate. Uh, <laughs> they come out the Roosters say, "Mate, they're about to sign Cam Murray." <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if it's Rooster, if it's Roosters South and South win, oh man. <laughs> Sydney will explode. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't think Nick could handle it. No. You know I what don't... I can't believe? Like, it is. Like, I've deal, I deal with Russell and Nick a lot over the years. And just, like, how both these men, particularly, like, Nick's worth $2.25 billion according to BRW oh. or the mm. Finn or whatever. And it, and he, like, is like a 10-year-old Roosters just fan. Incredible. When it, and when it start, you start talking about South, like, it is genuine. Yeah. And, you, and Rust, they, Rusty's the same. Rugby league will never have another Nick Politis. No. He loves his no. club so much. No. Yeah. We, we, we talk about the Roosters team and, you know, their best 17. If the, and they always go on about, oh, we're here to win premierships. We don't care if we're hated. If they don't win this year with the team that they've got on paper, 
Who's the Roosters? The Roosters. Is that a that's that's I, a I think, disaster. Well, I think that's the only way they they potentially could not win is because their side is quite strangely balanced. Like yeah. they have so many ball runners up the middle. Yeah. So, like, how are they going to – like, for example – They're not bad on the outside as well. No, no, but what I'm, yeah, what I'm yeah. saying is, is, is like, yeah. how do you get Suwali'i the ball that he deserves? How do you get yeah. Manu the ball he yeah, deserves? Yeah, right, okay. Keddie, but, cheese as but well. But this is what I mean. There's so much, very, like, talk about, like, what's going to happen with Kieran. If Kiri, you know, takes another head knock, then there's Manu come, Manu come in. Crichton, mm. what's going to happen with him? You know, they, yeah. they always seem to find injuries yeah. at some point. Um, like, I just mm. – I think they're too vol- volatile yeah. – to, to back. It's I'll, one of the best squads I'm, ever. Though, I'm so. going to do what people do like newsreaders when they're running out of time. Okay, guys, good talk. We'll take a break. <laughs> Movie of the week next.